assess those business needs, define clear objectives, set what your objectives uh, and desired outcomes are going to be for this investment. All right, here we go. Episode number 200 of Future Proof. Wow, um, nice big round number there. Uh, big deal. I, I don't know. I, I, I hope you think so. Hope you've gotten a little bit of knowledge out of our little show here. Uh, I can tell you this much. Uh, we've had a whole lot of fun doing it over the years. And there's no end in sight either. Future Proof lives on folks with me as your host. I'm Bill Sheridan. Um, thanks for being here as always. And another good show for you this week. But first a reminder, this week's show is made possible by our preferred providers. And we actually like to think of these folks as partners. They are the organizations, the relationships, the partnerships that allow us the MACPA to do a lot of the great stuff that we do for our profession, including this podcast. But uh, these partners, they do way more than that. They are doing things that we believe can help you all become more future ready and thrive in this ever-changing world. And yes, help is the key word there. They do truly want to help. So please reach out to them, find out more about what they can do to help you. Um, you'll find out more about all of our preferred providers on our website. That's macpa.org slash showcase. So on with episode number 200. Uh, at least I think uh, this is 200. We're actually going back and re-recording an earlier episode, number 198, I think, the one uh, with our friends from Alliant Group, uh, Frank Torelli and Alex Kirilov. Uh, we're re-recording that one. We had a few audio issues. And, uh, and so we're going to give that one another try. We want it sounding great for all our listeners out there and for our guests. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, does that make this episode... 199 or is it uh, still 200 or <laughs> does, does it really matter at all? I, I'm kind of in the latter boat, uh, folks. It's just a number, right? You're only as old as you feel. And uh, you've only done as many podcasts as uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore. So uh, you know what? Let's move on, shall we? This, this week's show, uh, let's talk tax. Uh, this week. It's August, sure, but it's it's never too early, right? Uh, especially uh, with everything that's been going on lately. Have you uh, been reading the headlines? I mean, have you? Crazy stuff out there. You've got the IRS uh, announcing that this coming filing season, taxpayers may be able to file most documents and returns electronically, and that by 2025, uh, the 2025 filing season, the, the IRS will digitize all paper filed returns when they are received. Imagine that, uh, <laughs> which could help the uh, IRS overcome the tsunami of paper it deals with each year. Yeah, about time. Uh, you've got news that the IRS may push for an early end to the employee retention tax credit. Uh, that's as the number of uh, quote unquote legitimate claims declines. Uh, the the what else is going on here? The the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration uh, says that while the IRS has done a good job of addressing cyber threats, it needs to do a better job of documenting the incidents afterwards. 
Yep, more record keeping there. You've got news about a new technology called IVIX, I-V-I-X, which is being billed as the first AI-powered platform that's designed to help governments address financial crimes and tax evasion. Uh, IVIX just received $12.5 million in Series A funding. Uh, and CPA practice advisor has this uh, has this to say. They say, "quote The investment comes after significant growth and customer acquisition, and will position IVIX to accelerate its research and development capabilities, expanding its capacity to help more governments identify financial crimes and close the tax gap." End quote. Um, and yeah, just for good measure, you've got news that tax prep, uh, tax prep companies like Tax Slayer, H&R Block, Tax Act have for years been sharing American sensitive financial data with tech giants like Meta and Google. That's in a potential violation of federal law. And that's according to CNN. And, uh, that's just all that's just in the last month or so, folks. Uh, you know, I mean, tax season, it doesn't end in April anymore, I guess. It's it's tax season year round, given the 24-hour the news cycle. None of us operates in a bubble anymore. Trends from all corners of the world kind of bleed over barriers and impact what we all do, right? And, and so it's good. Uh, it is good that I've got an expert on hand this week to talk through some of the things that uh, tax professionals and taxpayers alike need to know, even with busy season a few months away, right? My guest this week is Stephen Lyon. Stephen is the senior product manager of, I'm sorry, make that, he's the senior manager of product specialists. There we go. And he is with SafeSend. Uh, and SafeSend has been a longtime MACPA partner. Their mission uh, of course, is to automate the tax and accounting profession with innovative emerging technologies that help practitioners work more efficiently and better serve their clients. Stephen and I, we we, uh, we sat down recently, uh, talked a lot about a lot of stuff, you know, the, the most common frustrations that preparers experience and how we can overcome those challenges. Um, we talked about modernization efforts at the IRS and how optimistic <laughs> we should be heading into another busy season. Uh, the impact that new technologies are having on the tax world and 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 what SafeSend is doing about all the stuff, right? So great talk here about a really important topic uh, and a, a great reminder that it is never too early to talk tax, folks, not, not given the pace of change we're seeing today. Uh, sit back and relax. Here is my conversation with Stephen Lyon. So, Stephen, thank you so much for joining me today. Um Let's talk about tax season for a little bit. Um, and it's 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 always interesting to me. I mean, um, most of the summaries that I've seen of this this most recent tax season seem to indicate it's much more hassle free than in past years. That past years, there are a lot of complaints about how how tough it was from either just a, a, a workflow standpoint or getting hold of the IRS. There always was something. Um, and this year. Uh, seem to be a little calmer, a little, <laughs> a little more stress free, but that's, that's never really entirely the case, right? There's always something um, that's, that's uh, getting in the way. So I'm just kind of curious from, from your standpoint, where you sit, what what are some of the, the most common frustrations that, that firms seem to experience uh, during filing season? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I mean, I don't think everyone, anyone will ever be truly hassle free. 
right? They always have a big problem uh, one year, uh, and then they look to solve that from the previous year. And uh, when they do, it seems like a nice big win, right? But there's always going to be something new. Yeah. Uh, uh, this year, you know, the things that I heard from firms uh, is number one, increased workloads, having to handle larger volume of clients, leading to longer hours, um, managing that increased workflow efficiently and, you know, meeting the deadlines for the normal deadlines that they were this year with no extensions and anything like that uh, were a little bit challenging. Um, you know, technical issues, technology plays such a crucial role uh, nowadays, uh, but software glitches, system crashes, connectivity problems uh, can disrupt disrupt operations in a massive way. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when your tax software goes down and you can't print anything, um, it, it brings you to a grinding halt. Right. Uh, client communications, expectations, clients maybe have different levels of understanding about the tax process, how fast it can be, how slow it can be, can lead to unrealistic expectations. Um, you know, setting that uh, that bar high out the gate, uh, you know, maybe challenging. Uh, and I think that really the last one is staffing challenges. And this has been a problem for the last couple of years. Finding and retaining skilled tax professionals during the season uh, is challenging. Uh, the demand for experienced tax accountants is high and attracting the younger generation is hard. So if you don't have the right tools to attract that staff or offset and alleviate a lot of the work, the results can be kind of negative. Um, so successfully managing these these challenges, you know, require efficient workflow processes, clear communication, um, and really adapting to any changes in technology that are out there. Yeah, yeah, and those are those are all. I mean, tax professionals um, definitely. I, I think a lot of folks just in general in our profession deal. We go. I mean, you mentioned talent. It's 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 the top of everybody's list these days. Um, what are some, what are the, what are the more successful uh, preparers uh, doing to kind of smooth things out in these areas? Um, you know, tax season to tax season, what are some of the lessons that they, we can learn from, from what they're doing? Yeah. Uh, so number one, right off the gate, it's, it's automation and technology. Uh, you know, we hear the buzzwords a lot. Anytime we listen to uh, anything, we watch webinars, we read articles, automation, technology, streamlining, but really simply put, the most successful preparers leverage automation and advanced technology to streamline their processes. A um, robust tax software that automates calculation, uh, automatically syncs with data management uh, and e-filing, minimizing errors, things like that. Uh, implementing tools uh, that really take manual tasks and replace them. Uh, whether that be building a paper package of a tax return or, you know, just gathering information and documents from the client. Uh, that's number one. Uh, proactive communication, you know, letting the clients know ahead of time what you're going to be doing is, is crucial, what they can expect. Uh, successful preparers set clear expectations up front. They educate their clients on what process they're going to use, and they don't let them deviate from that. Uh, when I was at BDO, one of the most important things I heard from a client on a panel I was listening to is we don't let any client dictate how we're going to send them our documents or how we are going to do our jobs. Even our most successful clients, they don't get to choose how they get it. They are paying us and we are the experts. So we give them the way that we're going to give them. And I thought that was really interesting because you don't hear that a lot. 
um, but it's working very, very well for them. Yeah. Um, you know, continuous staff training, uh, tax process optimization, you know, implement the uh, implement well-defined workflows, uh, break your process down into manageable steps, assigning clear responsibilities to team members and utilizing those automation and technologies tools to your advantage. Um, really, that's that's really all there is to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, great uh, advice on, on, on all of that. I'm sure, uh, something that a lot of us can, can learn from. And I want to, you mentioned te technology. I'll get to that here in a second, but I want to spend a couple of minutes talking about, um, the IRS and what's going on there. Um, a lot of talk about progress being made at the IRS to lessen some of the, the frustrations that preparers are, are feeling. Um, we may have seen, I don't know, first signs of that progress, just based on what I'm hearing from, from some of our members uh, this year. Um, and it was actually kind of interesting. I was just at a conference a couple of days ago um, or earlier this week, um, and uh, the the taxpayer advocate for the IRS was there. And uh, she actually offered her opinion that, that we could see like a completely digital streamlined paperless IRS by like 2025 within two years. She said, don't, don't laugh, but I think it might be possible. So, so e even at that level, there's, there's some, some optimism here, I, I guess. How optimistic uh, are you that the agency can kind of modernize enough to, to, to keep making those types of positive dif differences? Yeah. Great question. I think that, that my uh, my optimism personally is varied at best, right? Uh, while progress has been made, um, the pace is slow, uh, and when we're sl they were slow to adopt changes, you know, during COVID, and um, you know, with the exception acceptance of uh, e signatures on entity e file forms and things, it wasn't right away that they did that, and and, and we all know as a federal agency, it's not going to be quick, right? And if it is. Um, then maybe we should be a little concerned. But I mean, <clears throat> the areas that, that I'm concerned with, number one, budget and resources. I mean, their ability to modernize significantly really depends on adequate funding, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, on the outside, it seems like they have enough of those resources to 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 do it. But, you know, where is that improvement? Um, it There's nothing really uh, significant that I have noticed. Um, technological advancements, that's great to hear. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think about is they they really need to harness the modern technologies, e-signing and things like that, improving data management, enhancing the taxpayer services uh, to, to really level up um, the support that they play. Um, legislative support, I mean, things that change, you know, adding more um, roles there for them to be able to, you know, support taxpayers that are calling in take down wait times, uh, you know, but that all has to come with approval. So, you know, how do we help there? Um, the last thing that I would think uh, is, you know, collaborating with tax professionals, the tax software providers, I think they really need to foster efforts uh, to actually learn the pain points that are experienced by preparers and the taxpayers alike, you know, engage in open dialogue, seeking feedback, Things that may have a meaningful impact. Uh, if they're not asking, then they may not be solving the right problems. Um, you know, so the pace and progress, allocation of resources, effective implementation of modern uh, modernization, 
Um, those are all going to be things that uh, determine whether they can really solve preferred frustrations and enhance taxpayer experiences. So uh, with good news on the horizon, I'm still skeptical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably a, 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 a healthy way of looking at it. Um, uh, um, optimism with a, a healthy dose of, of, of skepticism as well. Um, all right. So we've you mentioned technology earlier, uh, and this is obviously an area that's it's uh, changing quickly, changing constantly. Um, will continue to do so going forward. How, how do preparers kind of ensure that they're getting the, the biggest bang for their buck when it comes to, to tech investments? Yeah. So, I mean, it's all about the strategy that you take, right? Uh, assessing your business needs, conduct a thorough assessment of your specific needs and pain points. Now, while companies can, you know, boast that, hey, uh, we solve these pain points, we will streamline your efforts. You know, those are all generalizations. Either, and that's not going to work for every company. And I myself working for a technology company, I would even say that, you know, you need to research and compare your options a little bit more. We have a solution that can solve some pain points, but it really depends on what your pain points are uh, if we can solve them. So assess those business needs, define clear objectives, set what your objectives uh, and desired outcomes are going to be for this investment, increasing efficiency. Are we focusing on improving client experience, or do we want to reduce errors? Is this something that we deal with? Uh, those uh, objectives and solving those, or, uh, you know, planning to solve those will help, uh, you know, get the biggest bane for your buck. Um, scalability and flexibility. A lot of folks don't think about the future. They think about the immediate need uh, and, you know, they make decisions based off that. But a lot of folks get into a contract or anything like that and, and realize that after a year or two that this this is helping. But now, you know, we need something that's more impactful in a bigger way. Um, you know, integration capabilities this is a big thing right now, right, with APIs and uh, AI and, and things like that. You know, consider how well the technology uh, that you're going to invest in integrates with existing software and systems. Uh, <clears throat> can you avoid data silos, data migrations, uh, enhance efficiency between multiple uh, tech stacks, uh, minimize your data entry? So really just focusing on those objectives uh, or, you know, planning off those strategies uh, is how you can get that uh, that bang for your buck. Yeah, and we, and we mentioned modernization, you know, at the IRS level. Uh, how about within our own firms? Any suggestions on on best ways to kind of streamline our our, our tech stack so that we're giving our staff and, and clients a, a, a relatively frictionless experience? Absolutely. Number one thing that I'll recommend to any other for any firm at all is assess and optimize your current tech stacks or your current logos, as we like to say, right? See if you can identify redundancies, inefficiencies, uh, areas that require improvement. Look for opportunities to consolidate and integrate systems where uh, possible. You know, if you're using DocuSign and you're paying for a standalone eSign, does one of your other tech stacks uh, offer a standalone eSign product? Mm. Uh, and see, you know, do you really need two? Can the job that you're doing with DocuSign be done with the other and eliminate that logo and eliminate that cost? Uh, so assessing your current stack is definitely should be number one. Um, focus on automating routine tasks. If you look at your process, uh, identify the repetitive things, time consuming tasks that can be automated. 
you know, are we copying and pasting templated emails from a Word document to our clients? Uh, any data entry, report generating, invoice creation? Is this all manual? Are we typing numbers in? We should be looking for things that do that for us. Um, you know, invest in staff training, prioritize their training to make sure that they're proficient with our current tech stacks or any new technology that we're going to try and leverage uh, positively for ourselves. Uh, and then seek feedback uh, and continuous improvement. Ask your clients how things are going. Ask your staff how things are going. Continuously get feedback on those things. Encourage the open communication, implement suggestions for improvement, and actually take those things to heart. Uh, companies that listen to their clients or firms that listen to their staff are always going to be more successful than those that kind of put up a wall and say, no, that's just how it's done, or no, that's how my clients want it. Um, you're not going to see improvement by having those mentalities. Yeah, that's that's a really great point. Great points all there. What, what What's SafeSend doing um, that can help with all this? Uh, tools, solutions um, that can help our listeners kind of streamline? Um, where do you think they, they ought to start? Yeah, absolutely. So SafeSend, again, is just, is just one option out there. But what we have really done is we've listened. Okay, mm -hmm. we help by providing solutions to real world problems that our customers are asking for. Uh, we streamline the tax and accounting process, improving workflow efficiency, enhance client communication, um, you know, from getting tax ready. Uh, with our suite, uh, we have three products in the tag, what we would call the tax ready section, and that's our safe sense signatures, which is standalone e-sign, organizers, uh, and exchange products. So this allows you to send and receive documents back and forth, send document request lists, uh, easily create digital fillable organizers from the original PDF that's from your tax software, uh, and sending engagement letters for e-sign, uh, one by one or in bulk, plus any other document you want e-signed. Um, and that moves to over to our finish and file. You know, SafeSend Returns is our flagship product, and it automates the tax return assembly and delivery system. It enables preparers to securely uh, package tax returns, transmit e-file forms, uh, deliver completed tax packages to clients electronically. Uh, so really, we streamline that tax and accounting workflow. Uh, leveraging the suite can definitely help you increase efficiency, reduce errors, smoother, more streamlined experience for both staff and clients. But again, you need to see it. Uh, you need to make sure that it's going to work for your process. And we're happy to walk you through that. Yeah. So where, where can people find out more? Um, uh, if they if they're interested in any of that, where, where should they turn? Absolutely. Uh, so www.safesend.com is uh, the, the, the one stop shop. From there, you can sign up for a demonstration of the product right on that front page. Um, there under the firm education, we have uh, CPE webinars done by CPA Academy, Accounting Today and uh, various other uh, providers. Uh, and then we're at a lot of events. So uh, we were just at AICPA this week. Uh, visit us at one of those events, trade shows. Our team uh, will be there and they're happy to answer any questions. Nice, nice. Um, just kind of wrapping up here, real general question, Stephen. Uh, when you think about the future of, of tax prep, what what comes to mind? What what do you see? Um, you know, as you look at this profession, five, ten, fifteen years down the road. Yeah, I mean, the future of of the industry, you know, holds promising possibilities. Right, advancements through technology will continue to revolutionize. Increased automation, increased automation and efficiency. I think artificial intelligence and machine learning will will play a big part 
um, automating routine tasks, providing insights, all of this stuff automatically. But what I think one of the biggest things is, is I think we're going to start seeing a lot more vendors in the industry really embracing uh, collaboration. You know, I hope that we see more vendors, even some that are considered competitors, embrace working together for the greater good of our clients uh, and their taxpayers. Uh, kind of like, you know, uh, across resources, you will. If we do something better than this company, but they do something better than us, I really hope that we can, you know, work together for the benefit of everybody, um, you know, and, uh, you know, overall, uh, I think the future of tax prep will be characterized by that collaboration, increased productivity, accuracy, and a focus on value-added services for clients. Yeah. I, well, I think you're absolutely right. We've gotten to a point now where it's like nobody nobody does it alone anymore, right? Things are just moving so quickly that it's, it's almost like you, you've you got to be open to to talking with others and sharing ideas and, and uh, um, doing more together, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Stephen, thanks so much for your time, uh, your your insights. This has been this has been a great conversation, uh, and and thanks for your your partnership. I know SafeSend has has been a a great partner of the MACPAs for a long time, and and the profession at large. And and uh, thanks for all you guys do. Um, it, it's 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 been great for our members and, and the profession at large. So thanks again. Yeah, thank you for having me, Bill. This has been a great conversation, and uh, you know, hopefully, we do some more stuff in the future. Good stuff there from Stephen Lyon. Stephen is the Senior Manager of Product Specialists at SafeSend. And you can find out more about what SafeSend is doing in all of these areas by visiting SafeSend.com. And remember, this week's show is made possible by our providers, our partners, really, in this profession. They're doing things that we believe can help you all become more future ready and thrive in this ever-changing world. And you will find out more about all of our preferred providers on our website at macpa.org slash showcase. And that's it, gang. Thanks for being here. Have a great week. See you again next week uh, for episode number 201. Maybe. I I I've lost count, really. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Have a good week.